Welcome to Her Story, Conversations with International Women. Hi, I'm Allie, and I'm an American living in Europe. I'm an extrovert who loves to make friends. My weekly interviews will have you meet one of my friends, a woman from around the world, and learn her story, everything from culture and travel to hardship and faith to family and most likely food. We will create a kinship and amity as we honor our differences and celebrate our similarities. Let's hear her story. Welcome to season one, episode four of Her Story, Conversations with International Women. Hey, I'm your host, Ali Stewart. And today I'd like to ask you a few questions before we begin. Have you ever felt alone and out of place? Have you been brave enough to make a huge career shift or life change? Do you seek connection and help others achieve it? Mothers, did you imagine you'd be the perfect mom only to find out that our ideal of being the perfect mom is often way too high to reach? Well, today we're conversing with my health coach and friend, Anne Louise Littlejohn, who has felt all of these emotions and more. She guides us through her journey to discover who she is by moving back to her parents' home in Denmark, only to discover it's not her home. It's not where she grew up. She comes back to Luxembourg and finds a good reason to stay. After having her son, she feels incomplete as a scientist in the biomedical field and decides hmm, to retire her lab coat and to become, as she says, a personal connection junkie. (laughs) I love that. So this was a pivotal moment in Anne Luisa's life as she was becoming a mother and learning that she's not perfect at it. So Anne Luisa now... Is, a, is just an amazing woman. She owns her own business, happily mothers two children by enjoying the insignificant moments and has a powerful message for us women. Women, women love thyself. Without further ado, here is Anne Louise Littlejohn. I'm with Anne Louise Littlejohn. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, so my first question is, what is your origin story or how do you identify yourself? Right. I am Danish. My parents are Danish. and really? Yeah, but I grew up in Luxembourg. I went to the European school in uh, Kirchberg. Uh-huh. And um, when I finished school, I went to Denmark to study. Yes. To find out where I'm from. And uh, figured out I wasn't from Denmark, really. <laughs> I think my root, my heart is in Luxembourg. So I came back in 2009. Okay. And so did you meet your husband there? And then I met my husband when I came here when back to back. Lux- Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My plan was to come back to Luxembourg and, um, and then just see where I would go from there. I felt the whole world was, was open for me. Um, but then two weeks later, I met my husband and then I thought, all right, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll stay here. Right, right. Well, the yeah. whole world opened up here. So that's exactly, yeah. yeah. So is it okay if we talk a little bit about like you going back to Denmark and, and what that was like? Sure. Um, yeah. It was quite a culture shock. Um, even though my parents are Danish and I, I went to the Danish section in the European school. Okay. So I did learn, I mean, I did speak Danish. I did um, all my schooling in Danish. But um, it's something else than just learning it and living it. And you don't, you don't get the slang. You don't get the pop culture references. 
um, you know, things like that. So coming back, coming to Denmark was quite a culture shock. Like, okay, is this how you, is this how you live? Um, even though they're not that far away from each other. Um, so that was quite hard in the beginning. And, um, then my sister joined me four or five years later and, and that, that made it easier to have someone to, um, to hold on to almost. Yeah. And so we lived together for a while, and um, then she decided, uh, when we both finished uni, she decided to go to London, and uh, I didn't want to stay in Denmark without her, so I thought, okay, I'll go back to Luxembourg. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, what's one of your favorite things about Luxembourg, or, like, or what are your, some, some of your favorite reasons to stay? Um, I, well, one thing that just came to mind now was... Um, in Denmark, I spoke Danish all the time, and I'm used to speaking five languages a day when growing up. Right. So I came to Denmark and I spoke one language, and it was almost like my head was hurting. Like I needed to speak other languages. Interesting. Yeah. So I even sought out uh, English-speaking friends in Denmark because I I needed to speak a different language. Yeah. So so um, so this is one of the things I love in Luxembourg is that that. It's a love-hate situation, I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But I love uh, that I can speak different languages in there and, and the different cultures. Um, it's, it's very difficult to be judgmental of someone when you're with the kids on the playground and you see something and you think, hmm, I wouldn't do it like that. But because our cultures are so different, it's who are you to say that your way is the right way or, or their way is the right way? I don't know. Right. Um, so I think it's, it opens our minds a lot. Yeah. So five languages. Yes. Which ones are they? English, Danish, French, German, and Luxembourgish. So I found I found out that I wasn't really made for the for the for the conventional working world. Yes. Let's call it that. And um, I had my babies, and I couldn't make it work with the with the work and the baby and the and the being a partner, and I couldn't make all that work. And then. By chance, actually, a friend of mine from uni um, had gone to university, um, had moved to the U.S., and um, she was also in the same place I was. She had also just had kids and not really feeling the, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry. The, the, we weren't really feeling it. And then she'd found this um, health coaching um, school, and she said, I'm going to do that. And, and it, was at that, it was a point in my life where I was longing for something. I was longing to... To do something with meaning, I think. Yes. That's what I was longing for. And, um, and so I just enrolled. I thought, yes, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> and uh, it was a, a year-long course, and it was life-changing. My whole wow. life uh, turned around in that year. It was amazing. Wow. And, and so are you at the end of that year? Or oh, this was that... in 2014 okay. to 15, yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so ever since you've been doing the health coaching? Yes. I opened my practice. Um, so I, I stayed home with my boy uh, for a while and then I opened my practice and in February 16. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is... what? Have, uh, I'm a certified health coach. Okay. Perfect. That's what we're going to... Certified uh, health coach. Yeah. We're going to narrow it down to that. And I help, I help people become complete, wholesome, and much more than just diet and meditation. And uh, it's, it's much more than that. It's, it's, about, um, it's about treating yourself right. You can't pour from an empty cup. And 
yes. you need to honor and love yourself um, before you can honor and love other people. Yeah. And uh, when you eat right, you have to nourish your body. You have to eat right. You have to exercise right. You have to um, live mindfully. And when you fill up your cup like that, then you have so much more to give. And, yeah. and, you have, and I believe that we all have a talent. We all have something that we're here to give, to offer to the world. And, you know, we should not let health and well-being stand in the way of that. Right. Like, be too afraid to go out if we're, because we're, we're overweight or we don't like the way we look or, you yeah. know, you can get over that mm-hmm. and then go out and live and, and be fully present in your life. Yeah. That's what I want for you. I asked Anne Louise what health coaching successes and challenges she's had. Success is that moment when my client goes, oh, I get it. That's that's the peak moment. Um, Success, I mean, success is not one thing, I think. Success is a lot of things. Success is... uh, um, when I can sit here with a former client yeah, and she yeah. says, I love what you've done. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's success. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then when they get that aha moment that they can maintain, the, they're no longer, they can look back and say, I'm no longer that person. I'm this new person now. Yeah. And then continue life. What have you found that's one of the most challenging aspects of being a health coach? The most challenging aspect, finding clients, I think. Okay. Because <laughs> you have to kind of do it all. Like you have right. to be your own like CEO, kind of like yes. a businesswoman. You have to do the marketing. You have to do the finance, right? Like yeah, the marketing is, okay. is my is what I don't like doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not it's just because I don't. I'm not very good with the communication part of, of things. Yeah. I think. Um, I'm good at the human connection part. Exactly. You're fantastic at it. Yeah. I'm good at the bringing the best out of people yeah. and uh, making them feel that they can overcome anything. Right. I asked Anne Louise what made her want to become a health coach. And her answer really surprised me just because this was something I did not know about her. Um, I, I didn't know that. Okay. I, I'm a scientist, actually. Um, by training? By training. Yes, I'm a biotech um, engineer science scientist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. I just didn't know this. This is amazing. Yeah. And uh, and I thought this is that was my calling. I have to be in a laboratory, um, and I work uh, lab work or um, research and development. That that new product um, development. That that's the kind of area like direction I wanted to go in. And um, when you finish uni and then you go out in the world, and I it was something was missing. Something I just didn't feel. Even the first day at work in my first, you know, official full-time job, uh-huh. I didn't, I felt, I went home and I felt, no, there's something, I don't know what it is, but yeah. something is wrong. Something right. is missing, yeah. So we obviously know what was missing in Anne Louise's life, but she has a really amazing metaphor to explain it. Is this transition from a lab coat to a personal connection junkie. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- that is something, if you, if you would tell me that as a teenager, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, this came through my health coaching training, through uh, uh, working with clients and, and, and really feeling fulfilled by that connection and, and, and 
the urge for look at uh, looking for more of it yeah and um and that's really surprising and i think if people know me had known me back then that that would be surprising to, to people in general um i was never interested in other people i'm somewhat of an introvert uh didn't you know i only ha- i often just had a few friends yeah um, never um yeah few good friends right yes. maybe a lot of acquaintances but this real connection was was very limited right where, where and and i was very happy in the lab and um yeah mind my own business totally <laughs> but now it's completely different yeah. yeah um i had someone like i i mentioned that i had you as a as coach and they were like oh like how do you when do you know when you need a coach do you have a good answer for that you need a coach when things are overwhelming, when you stop believing in yourself, when you think, I can never do this. Right. That's when you need a coach. Because, yes, you, if there's a will, there's a way. Yes. That's when you need a coach. I love that. As we talked, we realized that you don't only need a coach when you're down but also just in everyday life. You always need a good coach. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fair, it's so true. I think you can always learn. You can always grow. I think uh, personal development is... is, um, is something you should strive for forever for and, and until as long as you're alive i think mm-hmm. um i think it 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 um i think the important part is to find a, a coach that that can help you in that moment when you need the help yeah because throughout your whole life you're going to need different types of things of coaches of of people right and to find that right coach at the right time i think is key yeah so I, I, you don't need a coach. You don't need the same coach your whole life. Right. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Right. You probably need a lot of different coaches throughout your life. Yeah. Or, or it doesn't have to be a coach. It can be a, a friend a or a friend. friend. Exactly. Parent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So what? How do you know when it's a good coach? Just for people to understand. When the connect, when you can lean into the relationship and you, there's a complete trust. And you yes. can lean in and you can, and you can be fully present, fully giving. Yes. That, that's when it's a good coach. And you feel that the coach is, is, is giving that back to you. I asked Anne Louise where she likes to travel. She mentioned how she loves to explore different areas of Denmark. But really, it's not about the place for her. It's, it's more about the stories and the people she meets. What is the most interesting place you've been? Right. Um, for me, it's it's not so much about where you are, but what the stories that happen in the play, in the in where I go, and there were a couple of stories that came to mind. Um, one would be um, my in-laws have an apartment in the Canary Islands in um, La Gomera, is called oh, wow. is the island, and we went on a boat trip once, and the 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 gentleman who was. Um, we hired someone to take us on a boat trip, and uh, this gentleman had been in in Spain to work, uh, and and had a lot of health issues uh, in his work. Yeah. And one day he just decided this is enough for me. Um, and then he went to the Canary Islands, bought a boat, sold everything he's got, <laughs> bought a boat, and then that was his business. 
Wow. I loved that story. Like, I want to have that story. You know, you just leave everything behind. I'm going to do what's good for me. And then he's just on this boat. All his health issues went away. He's happy, you know? Wow. Amazing. Okay, so I'd love to talk about your journey with motherhood. Mm-hmm. So what were your expectations with becoming a mother? I, I thought I was going to be the perfect mom. The perfect mom. I had it all together. Um, I could definitely do a better job than my mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yes. Uh, I, I thought um, I got this down. I got this. And um, people have... I, thought, I saw everyone around me become mothers. Um, and I thought, sure, I got this. <laughs> and then when it happens, it's quite something else. Um, and I remember my firstborn was a couple of months old. And someone said to me, but you know you can't be the perfect mom. And it hit me like... Yes, I do. <laughs> I was still very stubborn. I said, yes, I want, I need to be the perfect mom. And she just said, no, you're not going to be the perfect mom. <laughs> and, and I think from then on, I started letting go and started being okay with not, not being the perfect mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so before you hit that point, mm-hmm. were there um, aspects of like tension or like stress or was it just like oh yeah yeah everything um the births were well first let's start with pregnancy Mm. I thought pregnancy was going to be a joy (laughs) (laughs) it's not (laughs) um and actually I hated being pregnant um and then the birth came and I thought well Maybe I can, I can do that. Right. I couldn't do that either. Oh, yeah. Well, um, not to my expectations, at least. Obviously, the right. kids came out. Yeah. Everyone's healthy yeah. and happy. Right? <laughs> uh, but I had, I had high expectations um, for them to be uh, smoothless, I think, or, or yeah. without too much medical intervention. And right. Knowing what I, yeah, knowing what I needed to know, but obviously... But I think also it's a, it's a journey you have to go through to prepare yourself for motherhood. Because motherhood is all about not knowing. Um, we said just before that as soon as you get into a routine, something changes and you got to adapt. You got to be flexible. You <laughs> right. Gotta, like, so it's, and nothing goes the way you plan it. So I think pregnancy and birth, it, it just sort of mentally prepares you for what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I love how Anne-Louise talked about how pregnancy is a journey you have to go through to prepare you for motherhood because motherhood is all about not knowing. I feel like so many of us have been through uh, experiences like that, kind of the trial by fire, right? That all the hard times prepared us for the future harder times. And so she continues um, with talking about motherhood and how she was um, in the slump but was able to get out. when the babies came also um, I thought I was going to be the perfect no sugar no um, uh, always attending to, to the well-being of, of the baby never let them cry you know and, and eventually you know you're just one person you're just right? <laughs> you're human you're human yeah you can only do what you can do and and, and you have to remember to take care of yourself 
And when you're, when I was in this, I have to be the perfect mom, um, it was all about giving, all about being there for someone else, for my husband, for the kids, for my family, because I didn't just change my life. I also changed everybody's life. My sisters became aunts. My brother-in-law became an uncle. All the grandparents became grandparents. You know, I, in one moment, I changed everybody's life, right? I felt an enormous pressure to deliver right here's your perfect little child right um and and if you don't take care of yourself in that process you're gonna fall you're gonna crash right yeah and that's what happened i did crash yeah and uh i had to go really deep before coming back out and and much better on the other side okay yeah and and now on the other side what what makes it um what makes motherhood enjoyable like, I the little moments, the, um, uh, the, the, the present moment, the little, the little things, the smiles, the hugs, the laughs, yeah. the, um, and always being in the moment, you know, everything that we're going through, this too shall pass, you know, everything right. is a phase and everything, um, uh, evolves and, and changes yeah. and, and uh, if we're not there for the little things, then yeah then what is there right yeah. right are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years i am looking forward to um seeing my business grow i think uh this year has been a turning point in my in my business um becoming a certified um coactive coach and the confidence I've gained um, in, in developing my business um, is, is, for me, mind-blowing. Um, so I'm excited to see where my business is going gonna, is, is gonna to go. And um, I'm so excited about the future people I'm going to help. Yes. <laughs> I get to see their aha moments. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. And the next 10 years, um, my kids are going to become small adults. Right. So I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm looking forward to just seeing what kind of people they're growing into and, and just going to see them grow and yeah. just be there. I think that's what I'm excited about. That is so great. I asked Anne Louise, how do you have fun? Here's her answer. This weekend, I'm going away with a couple of girls okay. um, for a girls' trip um, in the north of Luxembourg. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, we're going to have wine and, and chocolate. Um, that's how I, I think wine and chocolate is how I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. There you go. Uh, yeah. I love being in nature. Um, yes. But I don't know if that's so much fun. That's more like connecting with myself. Yes. Uh, fun. Um, yeah. Any, I think any activity that evolves around authentic human connections, that's where I have fun. Yeah. What love, advice, encouragement, like whatever you want to give, like what would you say to someone across the globe? Oh, when woman, love yourself. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that that bottom lines it. Um, uh, we should be, we not, I don't want to use the word should. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> women support other women. Let's, uh, let's stop, uh, being judgmental and, uh, tearing each other down. We have to help each other and, and grow and, uh, help support each other. And that all starts by loving yourself. 
when you love yourself and don't judge yourself, you're not going to judge other people either. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Let's do this together. I love and it. And I think another message I'd like to, to share also is um, women try, or what I see a lot is that women try to be men in a, in a men's working world. I would love to see that change, that we start becoming women in yes. the working world. Uh, the working world is open to women and men, and all that that entails um, we can be a manly woman or a woman or a, a feminine, man, feminine yeah. man. Um, that's not the that's not the, the the question. The question is that you have to be yourself. Bring yourself to the working world. Be yourself uh, to the world. Yeah, that's what we need. Be authentic. Be authentic. I love that. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh my gosh, you are amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for giving me this flat platform to share everything. Uh, that's inside. Thank yeah, you. Good. If you're interested in having Anne Louise as your certified health coach, you can find her at getreal.lu or you can email her at hello at getreal.lu. I honestly recommend her. She's amazing. Thank you for joining Anne Louise and me. Let's continue opening our hearts and cultivating kinship with those from other countries and other circumstances. If you liked this podcast, please leave a review and share it with someone who might be interested. That'd be awesome. We also, you also can find us on Instagram at whyherstory, W-H-Y, her story, and on Facebook. And remember, her story is important, and so is yours. Favil. That should be Danish for goodbye. Thank you.